we'll review and expand the guidance today a little bit. As we continue sitting, period after period, really taking some moments as you arrive each time to pay attention to how you arrive in the sitting. So for some of us, it's particular care to the physical posture of sitting. For some of us, it's reconnecting to our deeper intentions or aspirations for this path. For some of us, it's checking in with the environment or attitude of mind as we sit down here. What's the basic flavor? What's the mood? Because if we know the mood as we sit down, we can be in more intimate relationship with whatever we're practicing with could be colored by the mood which of course will change. So whether it's peaceful or scared or excited, whatever it is. And sometimes there'll be very little. That's fine. So the art of meditation is really a practice of deep listening. Deeply listening to which area of the instructions is helpful in our practice in any given cycle. So we learn and explore these unfolding instructions and then we listen and go, ah, I need to keep it simple right now. Need to just soften and release the whole show of the sense doors and being me and just come back to the breath. There'll be times like that. So we could say that working with 
what we have variously called a primary object, an anchor, a home base, different words pointing to the same training. And we'll return to that training over and over again throughout the retreat and throughout our whole lives when it feels helpful to simplify, to settle and collect the mind in presence. So this interrelationship between the concentration component and the mindfulness component. And so there are plenty of times when we sit down when it is helpful to start there with the primary object, whether it's the breath, whether it's your metta phrases, whether your primary object is sounds coming and going, whatever it is, that one thing that we keep returning to and developing more intimacy and relationship. So just keep it really simple. And sometimes we use labels with the primary object if it's not metta wishes. Sometimes we count. Sometimes it's just the direct experience in the body of that one thing. So sometimes we practice like that because it feels helpful. Other times we practice like that because we actually have a commitment and intention to boost the steadiness and collectedness of mind. That's a great way to do that. Then there'll be other seasons, other cycles where Intuitively, there's this sense of, oh, I could include what we sometimes call secondary objects, basically more than one thing, okay? So sometimes we intuitively feel called to that when the mind uh, feels steadier, simpler. And other times it's because some other experience is really pulling on attention and it becomes a struggle to stay with the home base. It's two different times, um, just generally speaking, that that can come up. So it might be a body sensation, might be some incessant thought, could be anything, some sound that's um, loud and compelling. And so in that case of the unfolding of the possibilities in insight meditation, we go, ah, secondary object. And 
It's bringing attention there, bringing the care of attention there, a simple exploration, whether it's naming what's happening, whether it's feeling what's happening in the body, sound, ah, heart area tightens. Ah, back to the home base. Some sensation, we can explore it on an elemental level, heat or cold, heavy or light, flowing or cohesive, tingling, vibrating, stillness. We can always bring in the mindfulness of the nervous system practices whenever they feel intuitively helpful. Ah, reactivity arising. Uh, The initial staying with where we were or labeling it or it's like there's no traction here. Ah, maybe it would be helpful to feel the feet and just allow some discharge for a couple minutes just as an example. And then there'll be still other times where it's much more inclusive and holistic There's a sense of enough presence and continuity of attention that intuitively we know, ah, let's just open attention to the fullness of being human. So sometimes we call this choiceless awareness. And we've all learned from experience that If we want to open a choiceless awareness and we've been lost in thought for 20 minutes and not fully present, that um, choiceless awareness just becomes a big story show. So that's not the cycle. That's not the season. We listen to the practice. It's an art, not a science. But in the times when it feels available and helpful that the attention is open enough to include the movement of thoughts and sounds and body sensations, the movement of the heart of emotion, the movement of the breath, this image we're sitting by the river Everything's moving by. And there'll be times when we jump in the river and get really wet. That's when we get lost in something. We get hooked into a a preference with something. It happens. It's okay. We hop out on the bank, dry off with a little compassion. Oh, lost. And then just rest back. Keep letting moving experience drift by. 
the real sense of connection and curiosity, availability to this moving sense door experience of being human. The aliveness of that, the joy of that, even when it's unpleasant, still sometimes, like, yeah, alive, here. So sometimes a sitting meditation unfolds in a kind of linear progression like that, and sometimes it doesn't. It's much more just listening and um, knowing, trying things on. One's not better than the other. Enjoy your practice.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.